0: scored a goal every time he's had a shot. Hello, guys, and welcome to a special bonus episode of the 50 Plus One Football Podcast, your home for all things Premier League and Bundesliga. As it was the international break the last two weeks, we thought we'd just have a recap of things that have happened since we last spoke to you. Uh, With me, as always, is my favourite German in all the world. It's Lewis.
1: Oh, I love that. Um, Yes, guys. A quick one, sadly, today, but, you know, both of us do have jobs because you guys don't pay us. So, by the way, that's that's code for you guys should pay us. Um, just kidding. Anyways, we have a little host of topics for you today. Not the whole host, but a little host anyways. And that kicks off with the managerial merry-go-round in the Premier League. And then we'll swing to Germany to discuss Kimmich and the vaccinations And all that goes with it, because that just hasn't stopped giving us news the last couple of weeks.
0: And without further ado, let's talk Premier League managers. So since we last did an episode, we're now up to three managerial casualties since then. So Steve Bruce from Newcastle, Dean Smith from Aston Villa, and Daniel Farker from Norwich. And their replacements could be taken one of two ways for either one so we'll start with norwich okay rock bottom of the premier league he had to go they got their first win and they still sacked him that's harsh but still did you see the way they were playing but norwich always play like that they are
1: the they're literally made typical... to go up. exactly they're literally made to go up for like one season and they go right back down and then get promoted a few years later and then go right
0: back down that is literally the Norwich way of life. Exactly. So they've appointed Dean Smith, who was let go from Aston Villa after five winless games. They had that ridiculous start. They beat United at Old Trafford, which, let's be honest, everyone beats United at Old Trafford. Just a little bit of bitter- bitterness there. Nothing, nothing to it, really. Just a tad. You know, we've had all these managerial sackings and one of them wasn't Ollie. So... <laughs> you know. Would you have liked him to have gone at this point? No, because have you seen the list of people that are available? There is no one, and I don't want to live in a world where United are managed by Paulo Fonseca.
1: Yeah, okay, you got a point. You
0: do have a point. So, yeah, pretty much put the lid on that one. But yeah, going back to Dean Smith. Five winless games, they they weren't playing well anyway. So it sort of coincided with a horrendous loss of form Dean Smith gets the boot.
1: Yeah, but also Jack Grealish is gone. The fact that they played the way they did at the beginning of the season was beyond all expectations. Like, if anything, five winless games, okay, it's harsh. But you know, did he get five five nil losses on the trot? No. Oh,
0: you, you know what football's like, mate. It's a it's a difficult one, and it's a yeah. It, split-second decisions sometimes. Yeah, you're not wrong. You're not wrong. And then, obviously, then we... uh, So, we'll we'll talk Dean Smith at Norwich quickly. So, a a two-and-a-half-year deal at Norwich, but the squad is very...
1: eh. What are they expecting out of this? Like, honestly, just full, full disclosure... Norwich don't have
0: a team that is made to stay in the Prem. That's just how it is. They sold Emmy Buendia, incidentally, to Aston Villa and Dean Smith. Yeah. And they brought in two plays that I was actually quite excited to see in the Premier League, having watched them last season, Milo Ratchitsa and Josh Sargent from Werder Bremen. Now. That that it, should give you firepower. It should, but it just, it goes just back.
1: signing attackers isn't going to do anything.
0: Also, it goes back to... What we, what we said during the transfer market is, do you really want to be buying relegated players who clearly didn't score or create enough to keep their old team up?
1: Remember when Ratchitsa was supposed to go to Bayern? That would
0: have been fun. <laughs> I don't... I like Milo Ratchitsa, but he just is not very good anymore. Nah, he really isn't. So, Dean Smith replaced Daniel Farker at Norwich.
1: Dean Someone Smith's, had to come in.
0: Dean Smith's replacement at Aston Villa has got a lot of people excited and a lot of conspiracy theorists' minds whirring. Steven Gerrard is now Aston Villa manager, potentially leading to a, a leap, a step up to the Liverpool job. If I was going to say... Jurgen Klopp, please.
1: Jurgen Klopp, if he leaves, probably, what, five years more at, at most? Max. If he leaves then... Stevie G by that point, I mean, look at what he did with Rangers.
0: Unreal. Well, they, they, had, they, they, they had their own invincible season. First exactly. title for nearly a decade. Compare Stevie G's
1: first managerial run at a bigger club to Frank Lampard. Okay, given. I know Chelsea and, and, and Rangers, you can't compare the two. But if we're being honest... Steven Gerrard starting definitely with a lot more promise I'd say as a manager and he's done, he's achieved more. It, there's there's no way around it. Frank Lampard as a manager, ha, eh. Stevie G, I can tell you hundred
0: percent who I'd rather have. Oh, de- definitely. There's no, there's no argument. Like he made, okay. I know it's the Europa League, but he made Rangers competitive in a, a European competition, which they weren't for the longest time, bro. They weren't competitive in Scotland for ages. <laughs> like, there's a reason Celtic were, were going for ten in a row. Stevie G the comes scene. up and completely flips the dynamic in Scotland. Yeah, exactly. That's like you know. I'm
1: sorry if Frank Lampard had done that. Like, did, do you would you say that Frank Lampard managed to do with Derby what uh, Gerard did with Rangers?
0: No, because Frank Lampard failed to get Derby promoted.
1: Well, there you have it. I mean, that was more of a rhetorical question than anything. Uh, Yeah, I
0: know. (laughs) I just wanted to, you know, any excuse to dig at Frank Lampard. This is, okay,
1: to be fair, this is why I was offering you the platform, you know. We know this. We
0: know this. Hey, it's our show. I can say what I want. That's the exactly. I think one thing in Steven Gerrard's favor as well is because of how good he was... In the Premier League, and he's not been away for ages. Yeah, he will get more of a grace period with those players than say Eddie Howe would have done if they'd brought him in. Because if he Probably. says if he says to John McGinn or Emi Buendia, you know, oh okay, switch the play, ping that ball across the pitch, and then does it and executes it, you know, like it's nothing, like it would be for Steven Gerrard yeah so, uh, oh okay he's still got it he knows what he's talking about this isn't just he's not just here because of the name
1: yeah no i'm i'm 100 with you on that i think i'd say he definitely has like he has the best starting he he has the be- he has the best conditions to start a job in the premier league that you could possibly want for someone in his position at his age at his point and at that point in his own coaching career Because I'd argue he doesn't. He's not under as much pressure. Because Aston Villa, you know, they're down on their luck at the minute. They're down on form. And Steven Gerrard is coming in, having done something very, very big with Rangers. But he's still at the beginning. So it's more of a fact of unbelievable that he's done this at Rangers. Maybe he can do it in the Premier League. Not, he's done this at Rangers. He needs to do this with Villa in the Premier League. Do you know what I mean?
0: I know, I mean, I get what you're saying. And the only thing with Villa would be the form and the run that they're currently on, but that's why you change a manager to have that flip, that split, wow. yeah, like that new spark. And just while I've remembered it, that one more thing on Dean Smith before we talk Eddie Howe quickly is that he dealt with Jack Grealish for years. He could probably do a similar thing for Todd Cantwell because they're both very... Similar in like attitude-wise, they're both a bit of a dick, <laughs> but when they play really well,
1: they're on the money.
0: Yeah, exactly. So that could be you know like a, a revitalising factor for Todd Cantwell. 100 percent. Let's quickly talk Eddie Howe because Jesus, if you of were a newcastle all the managers fan, if you were a Newcastle fan, you had all the you hype Jump off the, you jump off the Tyne Bridge, wouldn't you? You just would. It's a, It's an uninspired, frankly, quite boring appointment of Eddie Howe. And we said this when they were looking at, oh, God, what's his name? When they were looking at Unai Emery. Yeah. And he turned them down. It's not a case of we'll go and get the best manager. It is a case of we will go and get the best manager that will join us. I mean. Because you can have all that money. You can have all that financial back in and oh Mike Ashley's gone that squad is still terrible
1: not only is the squad terrible but the management is for lack of a better word in disarray they have no idea how to run a football club they've just taken bags and bags of money thrown it at the club and said that should do but you can't that's like setting money in front of a child and telling them be smart with this money. Don't spend it all in one go and make something of yourself with this money. That child is just going to run off to the nearest uh, to the nearest candy store and go, hmm, I'm going to spend a bunch of this money on the sweets my parents won't buy me. And then blow it all on stuff that it doesn't need. It's the, it's the, it's the exact same thing. They're going to blow it on a bunch of players that don't gel. It's going to be at most or at best a situation like PSG, where you have a bunch of stars that don't click and it becomes an unmanageable team. You know, they said it in the Bayern documentary Best, Oliver Kahn said, you can throw as much money as you want at a club. It'll only get you so far. You cannot buy a winning mentality. That's why PSG and Man City haven't won the Champions League. You can win all the national titles you want. At the end of the day, Every club, every top club in Europe, is going for that Champions League, and you you can't buy all the components needed to make it to that level. You need that winning mentality, and it's the same thing here. Where Newcastle are like, you know, we're going to make a massive, and we're going to make another top six club out of Newcastle. You can't buy a winning mentality. You can't buy team cohesion. You can't buy. A manager having the dressing room—that all is subjective—and you need it to actually come together with the people actually doing the work on the pitch. Because you can't tell the players, "Here, I'm going to give you money, pay the other guy to like you." That's not how it works. Otherwise, every team would be
0: doing it. Yeah, that, it's it's not the winning formula for football, is yeah. it? Throwing money at the no. problem. So before we move on to mm, a, a touchy subject with uh, you and the rest of Germany. Eddie Howe and Dean Smith, both in clubs in the bottom three, both destined to go down. I mean, at least, uh, unless Dean
1: Smith has got some ace up his sleeve, I don't see how he's going to turn that around.
0: It's difficult, isn't it? Even for a manager really is. like Dean Smith, who you know worked wonders with Aston Villa.
1: Exactly, and Eddie Howe. I mean, I just said it. He's des- He's predestined. That cl- that that squad is terrible. The best thing is. If they go down, as you've said before in previous episodes, there is a spending cap.
0: Oh, it'd be great to see them down there in the championship because I would, I would wager that they wouldn't come back up first time of asking.
1: No. And then the Saudi backing is going to be looking at it like, how long do we continue to throw money at a club that's in the second division? I don't know how much patience they've really got.
0: <laughs> yeah, probably not a lot. So we'll leave that there and uh, probably be proven wrong by Eddie Howe when he inevitably wins his first game at the weekend, <laughs> <laughs> and then goes on to lose the next ten. When he inevitably beats Brentford on Saturday or tomorrow at the time of recording, and uh, Monday we have to eat humble pie.
1: Oh, Jesus! I'm not
0: looking <laughs> forward to it. So, come on, let's talk. Well, I, what would you? I, I'm
1: speechless, Kimish. He got, uh, he he did say he was unvaccinated. Then Nicolas Sule tests positive. So he, as a first contact, has to go into quarantine. Then he gets out. 48 hours later, he tests, he has, he has to go into quarantine again because he apparently has contact with another positive tested person in his private uh, circle. He now has to go into quarantine for a week
0: at least, whereas if he was vaccinated, he could test out of it in five days. I suppose the good thing is that Bayern have already qualified from their Champions League group, so that game midweek doesn't really... Yeah, but the
1: Bundesliga is still going on.
0: I mean, yeah, this I... Is just, it's pig-headedness and, frankly,
1: downright stupidity that he doesn't get a vaccine because he's scared of the long-term risk. I'm sorry, there are none. Experts have agreed upon this. Like, at this point, it's just so, so egotistical about, like, it's just, it, it is just so stupid. And at this point, why do you, like, he deserves to have to, you know, go through this right now. Because at this point, you have to just say, this all could have been avoided. This was all avoidable. He probably doesn't have it. But the, but the
0: quarantine ruling anyway, you know, that, that hassle alone, just get the vaccination and be done with it. So what, what do you think of the other three in the Bayern squad that are apparently... So you've got uh, Joshua Kimmich, Serge Gnabry, Eric Maxim Chupamoting, and the one that surprised both of us, actually, Jamal Musiala.
1: Well, here's the thing. Jamal Musiala, we don't know for sure who hasn't been vaccinated. Apparently Serge Gnabry hasn't been vaccinated, but he uh, recovered from COVID. But the problem is that was already more than six months gone. So technically he also needs to get vaccinated. I, I don't know how much, like I, I don't know for sure who of the, who of that trio is actually not vaccinated and who is apparently they're all three of them not vaccinated. I don't know, but it, it is beyond, I, I I can't fathom why you wouldn't get a vaccine at this point. It is unbelievable. It, it's just so counterproductive to society and, and getting rid of the virus. And then, you already have fans who have to go to, who have to who have to be either tested. Uh, I mean, who have to either be recovered, or uh, or vaccinated, and then also get a, a rapid test done on the day of the match to go into the stadium. And then there's someone on the pitch who has none of those and is only tested. That's ridiculous to me. You know, Austria today have announced that they're doing a full mandatory vaccination uh, process now. You have to be vaccinated to do anything. Yeah, but as you should, like, I think that's that's my point. Exactly. That's my point. And like, I'm waiting for that point now to arrive in Germany. But, you know, remains to be seen if that actually will happen. It is. I can't fathom why you, why like why what is going on through Kimmy's head? Because I thought he was such, he, I thought you know he he had his weaker Corona initiative at the beginning of the virus uh, uh, when the virus hit that he did with Leon Goretzka. You know he was he was like a he was the role model in the vac- uh, in, in the fight against Corona for so long, and now
0: he, I'm speechless. I was going to say it's like like we said a couple of weeks ago. It's it's given anti-vax groups in Germany the excuse to go yeah but Joshua Kimmich hasn't had the vaccine let's all be like Bayern and Germany star Joshua Kimmich and not get the vaccine and it's
1: it's so counterproductive and he he's he says he personally doesn't want to have the he personally doesn't want to have the vaccine but other people he says whoever wants it should have it and that's just a nice way of saying, you know, I'm against the vaccine, but don't, you know, try and say that I'm an anti-vaxxer or anything like.
0: <laughs> yeah, it doesn't. He know he should have known
1: what he was going, what waves that that was going to make. He should have known.
0: Yeah, it, it should have been clearly obvious to to everyone. Involved. It should
1: have been. I don't, I'm 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 lost. I'm, it's beyond words for me.
0: Oh, I, I don't really know what. What do you think it should be mandatory for all football players? Not for all football players. It should be mandatory for the whole freaking
1: population. At this point,
0: yeah, it's, it's a difficult one because you've always got the.
1: It's the right to yeah your own body and stuff, and the, that's that's the thing. It's it is a contentious issue. My per, that's my personal view on it is that everyone should man, it should be mandatory for everyone to have the vaccine. I realize that it's a lot easier said than done, and that you know there's a legal process that is involved but at the end of the day you're not going to get out of this pandemic without having everyone vaccinated nice simple as
0: especially with the state that germany's now in
1: yeah fourth wave round of new round of lockdown coming next week probably
0: fun Should times be fun. for everyone involved yeah anyway
1: on that somber note
0: we have full match week Coming up, which international football sucks. There's now not another one till March. Thank God.
1: Yeah. Actually, though, can't wait for Kicking that
0: off with Augsburg Bayern Friday night, tonight at the time of recording. Yeah. So we'll see if a chimicless Bayern can handle Augsburg. I think we all know the answer to that question. Yes, they <laughs> can.
1: Let's hope anyway. But As always, don't forget to like, share, and subscribe to AT Sports News on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. And also follow us on Spotify, Google Podcasts, and Apple Podcasts under the 50 Plus One Football Podcast, your home for all things Premier League, Bundesliga, and Champions League. We appreciate you guys ever so much, and we're very sorry that we've had a silence on the airwaves sometimes The job must uh, go first. But thank you very much for listening, guys. Keep calm. Love the beautiful game.